You are enough. God made you with everything you need to do what you're doing today. In fact, I, you know, I, I believe that you are in where, in the spot you're supposed to be today. Exactly. What we're trying to do is make sure you believe it. Yep. You, you, I know you can, whether you're a young retiree or you're towards the tail end of your life and you're older, there's so many differences people can make. And really it starts with, you know, really figuring out what God has for you each and every day and um, just being open to that. Mm-hmm. That was Ben Tages talking about one of the ways you can discover God's will for your life. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. On behalf of Ben Tages and myself, we are so glad that you are joining us here today. Well, finding God's will for your life, that's a pretty sizable task to cover on one show, but Ben and I are going to take on the challenge today. I'm sure if you search the topic on Google or YouTube, you could literally find thousands of articles or videos explaining how to be in God's will. You'd find someone's opinion or process. But what if you didn't need the thousands of hours of videos? What if it was much simpler than that? Many times I've been guilty of making simple things too complicated or complex, overthinking and overexplaining something that was made for a child to understand. Here's an idea for you. What if being in God's will was as simple as you becoming fully you, where your life was fully aligned with how God specifically and uniquely created you and your day-to-day life was simply an expression of that creation? How freeing, how liberating would it be for someone who is maybe stressing out about always trying to find God's will for their life and knowing all I have to do is just be me. Maybe that's you. In this podcast, Ben Tages will explain the way to begin this journey, whether you've been retired for many years or are considering retirement for the very first time. Enjoy this episode. Well, welcome back, everybody. Jared Sebesta here. We are so glad that you are joining us on the show here today. We know you have a lot of choices in podcasts, and you are choosing to spend your time listening to us, so we sure do appreciate that. Before we get started with today's show, just a reminder, we have a special Facebook group created just for you. It is called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Look for more tips on living repurposed, all the latest and greatest content. I usually put links to all of our podcasts there. If we mention a book, a study, a chart, everything gets listed there along with any online seminars that we have coming up. So if you want the latest and greatest content from Retire Repurposed, go to facebook.com and search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Ben Tages joins me on the show now. And last week, Ben, we had a really, really... I think unique and interesting show. We talked about avoiding worldly patterns, and we talked about three specifically uh, ways of the world, so to speak, kind of sacred cows, things that you don't um, argue, ways of the world that people can get caught up in, more specifically retirees. And we had a really interesting response from that show, but I think that that resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it resonated with me, you know, as I um, kind of, you know, prepare for these shows with you, Jared. And as I, you know, walking, you know, through my own journey every day, you know, I, I tend to bring stuff that's that's relevant. And man, that that idea of what we well, how the world um, would, would have a see success, you know, and once we once we think we get there, then we kind of restart and reboot and the and the goalposts move and you end up being let down. I mean, so many times I've heard that story working with um, people of any age that says, you know, once I got there, 
I felt like uh, it was an empty feeling, yeah. right? And and I think that's a huge pattern today is that I, I want to achieve my success and then it lets me down. And then I'm going to try something new. I'm going to achieve that. And it's going to let me down. And uh, I, I just have seen that walk, walk through so many people mm-hmm. that we have to talk about those things. Yeah, that was one of the three that we talked about last week, this idea of success to sadness where, again, like you said, the goalposts move. Uh, I have seen that. There's no way that anybody listening here has not experienced that in some way, shape, or form. I actually heard a story. I think it was Deion Sanders. Uh, he won the Super Bowl, uh, something he had strived for, obviously made a goal, uh, succeeded, went home after uh, winning the Super Bowl, and the rumor is, is that he got into his driveway and sat there and almost was drawn to tears because he thought that this was going to make him feel somehow magically different, and it really didn't. You know, We're in the financial world. Uh, you want to talk about success goalposts, man? Talk about that for a second. How people put this uh, this this goal line uh, on, on on their bank account? Yeah. So once I get a million dollars, then I'll be fine. Once I get two, once I get three, five, whatever that number is. Yeah. So common, Jared, where you see that. Um, you know, I had that that story I've told on the show before when I was a kid. You know, I had this this oh man, this little dirt bike that I wanted to buy. I talk about my book too, and it, it's like this little dirt bike that was just everything I was dreaming of as a young man. And and once I actually got that thing, I think my very first ride on it, I crashed it, and I began to have this remorseful feeling of man, this is this was it. This yeah. is what I worked for. And then the worst part is with that, I I took what a couple summers to pay off the debt of the dirt bike. Yeah. It's just another example jared of things that just tend to let us down once once you do get that success once you get that item that certain dollar in your bank account yeah if, if you're trying to come up with you know feeling good about yourself or, or getting to that place of fulfillment through yeah. anything like that yeah. it will let you down yeah absolutely again success to sadness that was one of the three worldly patterns that we talked about in last week's show uh if you miss that show i say it every single week go back listen to the show find us on itunes find us on our website find us on youtube uh find us on your on your favorite podcasting platform but go back listen to that show very important show because again we really have to kind of unlearn some of these things that the world has taught us about life and more specifically about retirement Retirement. But we wanted to talk about really discovering on today's show, how do you discover God's will? And this goes back to the scripture that we used last week's show, Ben, and it comes from Romans 12. Explain that to everybody. Well, yeah, it's the second half of what we've been talking about is do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then the second half of that verse, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And you just said we're going to try to attack, attack this in this show. What a huge thing to try to attack. We're going to just barely scratch the surface. Just give you some some ideas today on, on how can you start to try to decipher what's God's will for your life. I think as coming into retirement, that's a, that's a very, very difficult thing. I think that's why we had to attack the patterns first. Because, again, if you just break it down into two sections, um, it's going to be I, I mean, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's going to be more difficult uh, to really decipher God's perfect will if we're just following the ways of the world. The Bible says you can't have two masters, so we can't be kind of following the ways of the world and be following God's will as well. So again, I think it makes sense why we had to attack and kind of uh, debunk some of those patterns. You know, there's really one thing that it, it always comes back to me. I always think of uh, Bronnie Ware's book. We always talk about this. It's the uh, the, the five regrets of the dying and Bronnie Ware worked in basically Australia's version of hospice and uh, she always talked about how 
Um, the, the, the main regret mentioned in that book and through her work is that people were really not true to themselves. That was the number one regret of people passing from life into eternity. I think this is also kind of a good place to start in this because this is really what it's all about. God's will a lot of times is for us to really kind of walk into who we are and our fullness. I think that that'd be probably a fair place to start. Yeah, it is. I think it's a journey, Jared, right? I mean, it's not something that we just all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm where I need to be and everything's walking, you know, everything's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm walking into that fullness. That's yeah. what we're trying to do. I think for a retiree today, um, take it as part of your journey, right? Don't think it as, okay, this chapter's closed and this one's got to open. I mean, you really, it's all one story uh, that, that you need to be kind of working through. I, I think even as I, as I get older and I've, I've, I've talked about this a lot just with my friends and family, you know, I'm 44. We we're all very aware of that. I'm very much middle-aged like you, Ben. Um, but I would say that I always thought uh, for much of my professional career, that the answers to success, the answers to life, the answers to, you know, fill in the blank, it was all out there. Um, it was, you know, that guy's way of doing it, um, her book, the process that he lays out, um, or it's like a place, you know, especially when I was doing television, it was like, man, if I could get to that uh, station, if I could get to that market, basically saying that I thought uh, my journey was really all about the externals. And here's kind of what I'm learning, and this is point number one for us today. Really that greatest journey of really discovering God's will is really a journey within. And there are so many books on this, and I've read so much on this, but really that that's not only is it one of the greatest journeys, uh, it can also be one of the scariest journeys because the journey within really you're facing the man in the mirror, and many times that's the that's the toughest. I don't want to say enemy, but that's the toughest opponent in life. Yeah, it forces you to um, really deal with some of the things that you haven't dealt with. It forces you to say, "Okay, God, um, why 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 did this happen to me?" Yeah. Right? What? And then then the big questions of God, did you ordain this in my life, and, and or or in somebody else's life that's close to me? What yeah. about this sickness? What about this death of my family? What about you? Fill in the blank. We've all been through hard things. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're walking in this journey trying to decipher God's will and, and what he would have for me. And, and I think it it comes down to, again, like you said, it's not it, – we're just not there. You don't just all of a sudden get there. You're constantly looking for that. I can remember times in, you know, even a few years ago, I thought, yep, I'm right where I need to be. And I was at yeah. that time. Yeah. That doesn't mean I've arrived, and that doesn't mean I'm as close to him as I'll ever be. That doesn't mean – Everything is figured out within my, you know, my identity, my my journey within. Yeah. But it, it is. It's day by day. I'm getting hopefully better and closer to walking with him. Another quote I, I've talked a lot about lately, and I've used this even in my in some of my speaking engagements, you know, outside of, of these walls. Um, it goes back to Oliver Wendell Holmes Sr. He was a poet like 100 years ago. And probably many of you have heard this quote um, already. But he said this, he said, most of us go to our graves with our music still inside of us, unplayed. All right, so if I had heard that quote five, 10 years ago, I don't know if I'd really fully understand that because again, my mindset 10 years ago is that the answers to life are outside of me. And now as I just kind of go on my own journey, I start seeing that really the the most beautiful thing of life is really inside and what God has already um, placed inside of me. Um, I've gone on to say, I, I think I'm probably, this is just on a personal note, probably living the most authentic life that I've lived up to this point. 
and you know, Ben, you know this because we know each other personally. Like the, the the more I go within and I see that God has implanted inside of me, it's like wow, there's more there. And then you discover a little more gold, and you you, know, you kind of dust it off, and you dust off the mud and stuff. You're like, man, there's another nugget, and there's more gold. And uh, again, even though I'm living probably with my music, quote unquote, playing as loud as it ever has, there's so much more in there. And that's what really makes life like super exhilarating. I, I'd, I'd say life is more exhilarating now than ever. But really, it started with this shift of really discovering really who I was. Yeah, and if you're listening to this today and you're thinking, I don't think I've got gold in there. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm down. I don't think I have that. Um, I don't have what it takes. Maybe I'm feeling as if, you know, the, the, the world is beating me down. I've, I'm, I'm hearing these negative messages. I'm hearing that I'm not enough. You are enough. God yep. made you with everything you need to do what you're doing today. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, you know, I, I believe that you are in where, in the spot you're supposed to be today. Exactly. What we're trying to do is make sure you believe it. Yep. You, you, you know, some, some of our retirees, you know, you see them kind of slowly kind of accept like, yeah, I'm not as much as I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm less important. I'm, you know, I can't make a difference. No, you can. Mm-hmm. You, I know you can, whether you're a young retiree or you're towards the tail end of your life and you're older, there's so many differences people can make. And really it starts with, you know, really figuring out, right. What God has for you each and every day. And, um, just being open to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, th- I think we're, we're very quick to say, you know, a relationship with the Lord is where we should have our identity. And it is, and we're going to get to that here in points two and three, Ben, uh, as you know. But really, you know, the truth is, is that God created you a specific way. You're very unique. You were formed in your mother's womb. Uh, just so everybody knows on the podcast, I have a brand new baby at home. So as of the recording of the show, I, my, my son is only three and a half weeks old. And it's so interesting to hold him and look at him. And he's like this little 10 pound baby now. He's kind of pudging up already. <laughs> but, but really, you know, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to say like, wow, this baby has everything he's supposed to be. He, it's already there. He doesn't have to go and find it. And there's not a level of success that will make him, um, you know, who he is supposed to be. He is who he is. His DNA is set at conception and it's just such a wonderful thing. And, and that's a, that's a concept that is newer to me. And like you said, probably unheard of for a lot of retirees. Yeah, it is. Jared, just wait, man. I mean, she, he is going to grow so fast and mm-hmm. pretty soon it's going to be like, oh, I see you kind of walking into who, what, you know, how God made you, how, yep. you know, his, his skills, abilities, talents, um, you know, his DNA, right? All of those things come into who he will be in God's kingdom. And that's, what's exciting. Uh, I, th- I think about, you know, a kid that's, you know, three months old mm-hmm. or three weeks old yeah. or, or somebody that's, you know, 90 years old. I yeah. think again, it's a different stage of life, but each of those stages can be very exciting uh, if we are, again, trying to you know, really be who God made us to be. We're talking about how to decipher God's perfect will for your life. We talked about how the greatest journey really starts from the journey within. Uh, the next point that we want to bring up today is really about you becoming you, and this has been very near and dear to you very recently, right, Ben? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. 
You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I had the privilege uh, this last Sunday to uh, watch my daughter give profession of faith. And basically where she publicly said, hey, um, this is what Jesus is to me. Um, I, um, I, I, I've chosen myself, not, not as a baby where we chose to, for her to be baptized, but she chose. I am ready to you know, profess that faith in front of this church. And I think one of the cool things is she has to give a little testimony of why. And it was so neat for me. Uh, to kind of hear her story a little bit again. You know, I've lived it with her, but she told stories about, hey, when I was a kid and I was, you know, first, uh, my first memories were while I was, you know, coming home from the hospital with mom and dad and she had a bunch of kidney surgeries. And I, she goes, I remember hearing them say, you know, God's healing you. Um, and in fact, we saw miracles along the way, Jared. And uh, she remembers that. And then as she continued to grow, it was like this childlike faith early on. And then all of a sudden something happened kind of in her, you know, maybe, you know, middle school, you know, you start to doubt things and you start to question like, who am I? And God, if I'm not who I think I am, who am I really? And I think what was super interesting for me, Jared, is as I kind of was, I guess, um, wrestling with this fact that my daughter is 17, almost 18, and she is doing professional faith. I remember when I did it. And I dug up in my um, in my books. I keep a stash of old books, and I dug out a book that my grandfather gave me back in August 13, nineteen ninety five. You know what that day was? It was a I gave profession of faith. That's why I found this. The book is my utmost for his highest by Oswald Chambers. Why my grandfather decided to give me that book? That is yeah. some pretty deep stuff, right? Oswald's a deep guy, but yeah. I looked up August August twentieth, which was the day that she did profession of faith. And it talked in there about, um, and I'm going to paraphrase, uh, but but one of the parts he says is, the complete life is the life of a child. And he goes on to say, it is a sick man who knows what health is. The child is not conscious of the will of God because he is the will of God. And I think there's something to that, Jared. Mm, there's yeah. something to, you know, really recognizing like your when you, when you don't even know, right? You're you're so authentic to who God made you to be. You're just being it. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting there trying to decipher anything. Mm-hmm. You're just using your talents, using your abilities to be who He made you to be. And and when my my daughter kind of, you can see the light bulb go on for her. Um, it was amazing, and it's amazing to see her um, kind of walk into. Um, her own identity. I mean, both. I got two daughters. So incredibly proud of both of them. But um, it, it's fun watching kids grow up. Yeah. It's fun when you see people that are like, "Oh, that's why God put that moment in my life. Mm-hmm. That's what He had planned." And you can't see it unless you step away. That's, a, that's such an interesting point, but it kind of goes back to some of the things that we've said in different ways, this idea of being, becoming. I've heard in many instances in the in the world of psychology, the, 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 the consciousness of being is the highest level. You know, we can want, we can desire, we can need, but really being is the top. It's like when you're just, you're operating in fullness of who you were created to be. Um, and this just resonates so much with me. I hope, I hope our listeners don't get tired of us talking 
talking about this, but recently I actually took a personality test and um, it, it was just a really profound experience. There was a lady who walked me through the results of the personality test and she said, Jared, you're a really interesting guy. She's like, you are off the charts high on these levels. Like your ability to read a room and to read people's emotions is huge. She's like, I got to say something. You have no patience whatsoever. And I kind of chat. I kind of chuckled. And I was like, "Well, you ask my wife, and she she probably could have ask my that. business partner." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I have no, you know, like it's just I, I move at a very high rate of speed, and if you're slowing me down, it bothers me. And, and I say, you know, I've been trying to work on that. The Bible says, be, you know, be you know, quick to listen, slow to speak, uh, you know, slow to anger, quick to listen. And, uh, you know, I would like to think that I, I'm becoming more patient, especially with uh, one of my children who, by the way, has ADHD. And I've had to really, really, really change my parenting and stretch me patience wise. And she says, have you had some success in those areas? And I said, yeah, I actually have. And she goes, I commend you because you're just wired just to burn hot and have no patience. And when she said that, it actually gave me a release of like, oh, this is just who I am. She goes, Jared, it's just who you are. It's just how you're wired. And I said, yeah, but aren't I supposed to be a certain way? And she goes, Jared, you are who you are. If you were to be able to change your wiring, then you're not who you are. The reason why you're good on the mic and good in front of a group is because you're so wired, so hot, and your passion. So she's saying, like, if you adjust one thing, it affects all the others, and that's what makes people unique. And that was just a really interesting experience. I've had that within the last couple of weeks, Ben. But ever since then, I'm like, I will still strive to be more patient and compassionate. And in the moment, I have to try much harder than my wife, but she's wired differently. But at the end of the day, I am who I am. And I'm just, I'm, I'm more focused on just being in the moment, in flow with who I am, how God created me. And it's really a, a really exhilarating place to be. It's a great place to be. And, and you know, you're, you're becoming, uh, by, by realizing who you are, mm-hmm. right. And, and what, you know, your struggles, what makes you, you know, the, the things that aren't, aren't your highlights. Yep. Um, I got to work on those. I, I'm the same way. I've got so many things in my life that, that I have to work on and continue. I'm a work in progress. Right. But what I, I love about that is when you're able to look yourself in the mirror, be real with who you are, mm-hmm. you'll get so much more. Um, out of life, yeah. right? Because you're because you're just being who God created you to be. You're like that life of a child, mm-hmm. where the child just is the the will of God, but they don't have to question Correct. it. Like Oswald Chambers said, just living in that place. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we want for people. I've even said to friends recently, I said I feel more spiritual. I feel more connected to God when I'm not trying to fight who I am. Because I just I am who I am, and it's just it's just a magical spot. And just again, I I, I apologize for our listeners because this is a, like Ben said, a work in progress. I'm on this journey just like everybody else, but I, I definitely connect with this idea because it's so near and dear um, to me right now, or for where I am in my life. We've got a couple of minutes left here, Ben. I want to end on this point here. Uh, really, let's kind of bring it home. All right, so people are retiree. You're trying to decipher God's will. We're trying to get rid of the patterns of this world. We've talked about how that journey really starts with a deep look within and becoming who they are. What's kind of that final step and that final you know ribbon to, to wrap up today's show? Well, I think people have to realize that really purposeful living, what we're trying to get retires to do, um, doing that in retirement is walking in God's will. Like, I don't think God, in fact, I, I'm going to go on a limb here, it doesn't have planned for people just to do nothing just to not add value, just to kind of exist and take up space. I mean, it, it, God made us each with 
more than what we need to impact the people around us. We, and it can look in very different ways for different people, Mm -hmm. but it isn't like we worked and now we're done working and now we're going to find the will of God by just not, um, adding value to people right. i just don't think that's possible yeah and again no there's not a this wasn't an accident that we happened to call this platform um repurpose because that is such an integral part um to the experience of a retiree and i think that kind of goes back to a couple of shows ago i can't remember where it was but again if you know if you're not liking where you are if it's unfulfilling where you are um that that's not god's will for your life again he doesn't bring blessing with drudgery, they're not. They're they're two. They're two completely different things. You are a blessed person. You are called to be a blessed person. If you're not walking in that, it's because of the decisions that you may or may not have made. Um, but if if you're unhappy with where you are and you're not getting fulfillment out of life, that is that is not God's will for you. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means that we need to kind of get back in flow. And really, again, I think it starts within, but really just kind of having that purpose. And again, it goes it goes against the grain, certainly, with what society's telling us. It does. I mean, you got to discover um, what made you tick. You know, the, the parts of your life that, um, you know, were, were great while you were working, the parts of your life that we wanted different while you're working, all those things. But I think once you come to that, uh, you know, that really that recognition that, I am retiring. I am selling a business. I am making this change in my life, which is a big one. Mm -hmm. You have to keep others centered living right at the forefront. You have to do that because I think um, it doesn't have to be every day, Jared. It can be part of the enjoyable travel, the the, the things that you've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But again, that stuff will let you down. That stuff will let you down each and every day unless you're adding value to others with doing those things. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Retire Repurposed. If you'd like a copy of Ben's book, Repurposed, The Untold Story of Retirement in America, visit our website, retirerepurposed.com. Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax affiliated insurance agency. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.